Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what, man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. This is a squad podcast. It's electric. Holy shit. It's fucking electric, bro. Yeah. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm still confused. What's good, though, everybody? It's your boy Fresco, man. And it's the motherfucking podcast, brothers. And we want to know how old were you when you found out what the lyrics to Electric Slide meant? I found out when I was 35. And I've been 35 for about a week. That just shows you how fresh this information is to me. I found out when I was 32. And I've been 32 for about two weeks. I want to, I'm trying to listen to the lyrics to see if I can point out the part where I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. I haven't listened to it until just now when you just played this shit. When they said it was about a vibrator, I got to move. No. I'm, I'm going on the party. I don't get it. I don't no. even know the lyrics, really. Like, I never paid attention to the lyrics to Alexa Slide other than Boogie 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 and I'll teach you to Alexa Slide. Mm. I didn't think it was one of those songs you paid attention to what the fuck they was talking about. You just, you just fucking dance. Like. It actually sounded like the dance. It's like it, it, when you when you match the dance set with the song, they go perfectly. Right. And then when they say, "What well, this song is about a vibrator," you're like, "What?" That don't make sense. Why the fuck are we doing this line dance to a song that's okay. about masturbating? So if the song is about an electric slot, if, if the song is about a vibrator, how can she teach me the electric slot? That's where I get confused at. Right. And if the song is about a vibrator, where the fuck did this line dance come from? <laughs> Who the fuck made this dance up to go with this song that has nothing to do? What the fucking legend. Shout out so. to uh, Neville Livingston, a.k.a. Bunny Walter. I hope I said his name right. He wrote the song. He created the song. He just came out a few days ago and said, the electric slide is actually about a vibrator. Do you believe that? I don't believe it. I just think that, you know, people, when they get back into the line, you know what? Who am I to, take, to say that this man is bugging? If it's about a vibrator, it's about a vibrator. Wait. A man wrote a song about a vibrator. Why? That's a good question, but I will say this. Almost all the songs that we've ever heard had some type of sexual uh, uh, reference. Uh, reference. Meaning, yeah. Right, so it's not that far-fetched. I'm just confused. It's a lot of questions around this shit, bro. Like, my mind is swirling now. Why would a man write a song about election slide and a woman singing it? And why the fuck are we just now discovering the lyrics of the song? And why the fuck does this dance go with it when it has nothing to do 
what the fuck is song? Like, now that we know the meaning of it. Hey, it's, I, nothing makes sense now. He was better off keeping that shit concealed. It's like the ultimate cover-up. I wanted to search for a deeper word than cover-up, but you see where I was trying to go, though. It it's concealed. like, they, they mask this song so perfectly in a way that you can come back decades later and be like, hey, you know what that song was really about, right? <laughs> I, I think I think the meaning of music should be released at the point of its release. Let us know what the fuck we listening to. Don't trick me into listening to some weird shit and then 20 years later, hey, well, you know I was rapping about sucking dick. Like, Wait, what? Whoa, yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Like, hold up. Well, <laughs> listen to this part, bro. You want to hear what I said? No, no, no. The craziest no. part, the craziest thing that I think I've ever heard Besides the electric slide, but I think this tops it. I can't remember the song, but it's kind of like when you listen to a song and you like it, and they be like, well, you know this song is about him loving on an underage girl. You be like, what? I like right. this song. Right. But they really wrote it for a teenager, like like a little a girl who's not ready. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah. I feel like that about a lot of different shit. So I just would prefer to know what the fuck I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? And then get in the groove of it. They be like, hey, man, you know... You know, like I mean, even the uh, YMCA. Wait, 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 wait. I what? didn't. There was. I didn't. As a kid, I didn't know they was gay. You know what I'm saying? But what is that? What does that got to do with the song, though? What is the song about? It's about gay men. It is. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, and out there in the podcast world, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe it's that the fun group, to stay at the YMCA. I believe that that whole group was gay. Okay, but they can be gay, gay, but it's the song about... You can have what you want. Nah. You can do what you feel. That's not... You can do whatever you At the YMCA, that don't mean you gotta be gay. What does YMCA stand for? I don't know what the YMCA stands for. Young Men's Cock Association. (laughs) 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 The YMCA stands for Young Men's Cock Association. Mm -hmm. I'm not so, buying that. <laughs> I just made that shit up. Yeah, you made that up on the I fly too. Made that up. Oh man. So how was your week, bro? My week was trash, actually. How I actually trash? actually didn't do anything um this week. Not that I can uh think of. Um before though we get into our week store, I just wanted to let y'all know that y'all can find us on Apple Podcasts yeah. and Google Podcasts and everywhere else we put the nod in for spotify uh a few months ago we still um waiting for we actually got approved but what i heard happened was spotify is so popping that it kind of like shut down when it came to podcasting and they'll open up the gates eventually over time but as of right now that's the only platform that we're not on. I think Spotify is on or something, dog. Because I don't know what it is, but niggas do numbers on Spotify. I don't know what it is. Spotify got some type of juice that you know what I'm saying niggas is niggas is using to, and their numbers is going up. So I, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. But Spotify looks like a, a good platform to be heard on. Yeah, Spotify is like up there with um Apple, Apple Music, Apple stuff like that. It's it's you can't. That's what the people like listening to their music on. It's Spotify. You know, it's Apple and it's Spotify. And people like, people love listening to podcasts on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. You know, like you can put your product on so many different platforms. And like I said last week, people are still going to ask you for your SoundCloud link. 
your your Spotify link, your you know what I mean? It is what it is. So Spotify is popping. People only listen to certain things on that platform. So when we get on there, you know, we might see a spike in numbers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we good on the numbers right now. We ain't uh, we you know I mean we we ain't tripping or nothing. But you know but, you know, more would be good. Uh my week my week was you was funny? Yeah, I ain't do nothing this week. I don't recall nothing this week. I just my week was cool. Um, it's normally trash, but it was actually pretty decent this week. Um, I had a, uh, I met up with one of my, um, my uncles over the weekend. One of my dad brothers, my dad passed away in like 09 and, you know, we never had a relationship and shit. So a lot of questions after he passed, you know, we, I got the whole, you know, from the dad side of the family, I didn't know any of them growing up at all. So when he passed at the funeral, everybody's like, you know, exchange numbers and, we got to be close as a family and all that shit like that. So it took me a while to get past that. Like it felt fake to me at that moment. Like, all right, you're only saying this because he he's dead now. You know what I'm saying? When he was alive, I didn't hear none of this. So now I just felt like it was it was it was all phony, and it was just like the right thing to say at that moment. But uh, over the years, you know, it took some some I don't know what the fuck it took, but it took something to get over this shit. I guess just time or just to get past it or, or it was me maturing and actually wanting to get to know that side of the family. So I called my uncle up this week and well, last week. And I was just like, I, I feel like I get a lot of advice in my life from like 70%. I feel like 75 to 80% of the advice that I've gotten in my life has come from women, which is fine, but it's, I feel like it's one-sided. So you know what I'm saying? I hit my uncle up and I just wanted to have, uh, uh, a conversation man to man with somebody close to my roots that I felt had the knowledge and the intellect to you know just give me some gems and just you know put me in a in, on a path and just some sound advice and it was a great conversation we ended up going to Applebee's we was there for like two and a half hours just drinking beer it was fucked up <laughs> <laughs> she was good as hell but that was a great conversation shout out to my Uncle Tony uh Appreciate that talk. I really needed that as a, the boy in me needed that conversation, you know what I'm saying, to enhance and close that close that book and go on to the next book. Fuck the chapter. That book's closed. So now we can go on to actually enjoying each other, knowing each other better, and you know I'm saying advancing. And my son can have that access to that side of the family as well. So that's great. I saw the fucking King Arthur movie. You ever see that shit with Charlie Hunnam, my man from Sons of Anarchy? No. I thought it was trash. Right. Well, I didn't even give it a chance at first because I was a fan of his from Sons of Anarchy. But then when I seen him playing, when I saw him playing in Pacific Rim, I'm like, oh, right, let me check this out. This is my man. I fuck with Sons of Anarchy. Let me see how he do it. That shit was trash. So I just assumed that he was only good for the biker role. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, nah, nigga, this is where you belong. I'm not watching no movie. So when King Arthur came out, I ain't paying no mind. But I caught that shit the other day on 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 the man, and it was fire. That movie was fire. What's this called? King Arthur, The Legend of the Sword. I'm not watching it. It's a good movie. If you like Game of Thrones, you'll like that movie. Nah. I've gave plenty of shows chances because I actually enjoy Game of Thrones, and they are trash. So, right. I mean, you, Game of Thrones is one of a kind. Like, TV shows are always a baseball swing, bro. It's either a hit or a miss. You know? You. How many TV shows have you randomly scrolled through and ended up liking? It's I can't. not a big number. Yeah, it's not. Nah. It's not. Most of the shows that's fire came from a recommendation. Like, the ones you know that's fire, they came from a recommendation. Mm. But you just don't let us be 
<laughs> scrolling through Netflix, like, hey, what's this? And then it's like, oh, this shit raw. Like, nah, you just bored. <laughs> no, I've done Netflix. Netflix got some shit where you be like, oh, snap, this is pretty good. But not on regular TV, though. Nah, I was talking about Netflix, regular TV, all that shit. Anytime I've come across something random, she was like, yeah. Anything I've watched has been recommended. So, except for Breaking Bad, when that first came out, I got on that solo. But um, other than that, my week was chill. I struggled with my 40 hours of work this week. I didn't think I was going to fucking make it. So I needed a fucking break. Every I, every day at work, I was like, I'm about to get the fuck out of here. I can agree with you on that because I was sitting there like, bro, I'm ready to quit. Yo, I'm tired of this. Word I'm tired right. of working. I'm, I'm tired of all of this. You know, I, I guess the fact, like, it's just me. I don't want every, I, first off, like, I, I'm going to be pissed off this week or whatever. Like, I don't know. Don't nobody tweet me about flaw this, flaw that. I turned 35 and I'm like, yo, I'm old. So what I mean by I don't tweet me, don't be like, flaw 35 ain't old. Yo, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't I don't need no, don't try to, like, not this week. Don't at me on no bullshit. I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. But I feel like 35 is old. So Because you're the oldest you've ever been? I'm always, every second, I'm the oldest I've ever been. But now, nah, what I mean by being the old, by being old is kind of like me being at my job for 12 years. Um, Shout out to Jay on Instagram Live on the podcast. Me being bro. at my job for like 12 years, I'm like, yo, should I make a jump to something else? I'm 35. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I, I, got, I got time on the job. And number two is kind of like, I think 35 for me, not for everybody, but for me, you like, I'm too old for certain things now. Like, I could get away with being childish in some things. But other things, but, hell no. But now I feel like I'm too old for everything. I'm too old for that. <laughs> That's just me at 35. You just got to figure out that 35 and up shit to do. Uh, you got to be 100% grown. Like Everything That's has it. to be grown. Like, I'm 35. I'm too old for the stuff that, you know what I'm saying? No game. I don't know, bro. I feel like that's you putting that on yourself. Right. You wanted to do it. And that's why I said, don't tweet me or at me about 35. I don't give a fuck what y'all think. I'm telling you, me. I think. You always been an old soul type of nigga, though. I just moved differently. And I think 35 for me is my point where I'm like, man, it's time to get it right. You understand? That's what I'm saying. You could have been like 25 for you was that number. Or you could be like 40, 45, or you might not have hit that yet. I'm just saying for me, my age, I'm like, I'm good. (laughs) Jay said, you got to get your linen shorts first. <laughs> you got to get them linen shorts. My with, linen shorts. With the, with the open toe sandals. Yeah, with, with the cookout number five. <laughs> the leather joints with the patches in them. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny as yeah, hell. But, but yeah, that was me. my week. I, I, I definitely feel you on that. Um, shit, man. Every day I think, like, it's got to be more. Like, this ain't it. Like, I be sitting at my desk. But it's got to be a better, the, way, a better way. Better way. Better way. Yeah. Big bowling. Smashing. Making my ends. I be at work. That's my shit. I be at work and I be checking out the fucking bitches who sell nudes and shit. I be like, bitch, you all day you just promoting sucking dick and you get to do whatever you want. And me, I confined to this fucking desk eight eight hours a week looking miserable as shit. Well, you out here happy as hell. Yo, women don't like, don't you know? Like, I don't condone this. I don't condone it. I don't at all. But do you know that they can just be like, you know what? Fuck this. 
it's premium Snapchat time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they could just do that. I can't imagine myself like, hey, 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 I got this dick. I'm get this premium dick. <laughs> buy, my, buy my premium $40 for the month. Like, what the fuck? Yo, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> my premium, like, that shit don't even feel right. Nah, man, it's time to sell this dick. <laughs> it's time to, hey, look, man, it's time to sell this dick. I'm though. tired of this job, man. It's time to hit that premium <laughs> snap up, man. You going? How do I sign up? You're you going to end up fucking having joints for free anyway. You ain't give a damn. Mm. <laughs> Yo, when I, because I ain't got Snapchat no more, but when I was on it, it was like the women was actually giving out free material or if you want more no i'm good i'm, I'm good. good off the previews that you got there's a couple titties here and there and i ain't you feel me like you ain't doing nothing they ain't doing on ladies videos for free stop giving out the freebies because that's all we need we just need the freebies i just want a glimpse you feel me unless unless we actually like like that and we talking about taking it there but if you're just a random off the net and you getting naked just because oh yeah bitch keep getting naked i ain't paying yo they be like keep getting naked. if for more Click on the link. No, I'm not good. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then these bitches, don't, don't message me if you ain't buying nothing. Well, yo, you are a prostitute. You're a prostitute. Stop getting so high and mighty. You get naked. But nah, nah, Niggas nah, nah, nah. I kind of disagree. I, like, I think women have the power. She's still a prostitute. She is. But I think women, if women use their pos- position of power more often... You know what I mean? I think the world would be like a better place. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that women... Is a woman not using it or the world not listening? They're not using it. They're not using it. I think if women use it... Listen, don't inbox me. Don't hit me up if you're not trying to do this. If women put their foot down, men would have to shape up. But nah, we don't have... You don't niggas, think so? No, because niggas don't care. That's why they say shit like that. But don't message me unless you're buying something. Niggas is in their inbox anyway, not buying nothing. I get that. I get that because it's not enough of them. I honestly think that women hold the power. And if they put their foot down and they, and if like on all social media, not just the premium Snapchat, if women said, yo, don't inbox me. If you're not trying to do this, that, and the third men eventually would have to shaping up. I don't think we have to now because it's not enough of them putting their foot down. I mean, I, I think you should, anytime you are contemplating sliding in a DM, I think some strategy, strategy is required probably you can do research before you send that first message. You know what I'm saying? You take a look at the page. Oh, shit. She ain't post a picture of a nigga in 76 weeks. Bitch is lit. You know what I'm saying? If that picture went up four hours ago, you might want, you might not want to send that message. You want, you know, just as an example, you want to play it smart. That's what I think. I don't know. Pardon me if I sound a little dumb. I got fucking dental work done earlier, and the bottom left side of my face is still numb as hell. So I feel like my, I can't feel... My lip, mm. drooling. You need you need a napkin. Give me a shirt. No, <laughs> but yeah, no, you I'm know good. it was crazy. Yo, we shit. We ain't even start this. Let's start the episode. How about that? Let's happen. What's happening? First thing I want to get into is the Dame Dash situation. Um, I'm not going to sit here and try to run through a timeline of the things that happened with the Dame Dash uh, 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 Lee Daniel situation. I'm going to let Dame tell y'all. So uh, here go with a clip from Dame. He approached me about a script uh, called The Woodsman and he had uh, Kevin Bacon attached and Kara Cedric and Benjamin, um, uh, ben, 
back, uh, you know, most deaf, you know, a lot of different people, Eve. And I believed in the script and, you know, I had the money and I, he told me like, no one will cut the check as culturally. We don't stick together. You know, Oprah won't look out. Uh, Denzel won't look out. And I had it and I wanted to be in the movie business. So I gave him the two million dollars. He didn't have to go to court to get it. It wasn't in payments. I gave him a flat two million. And we made our money back. We went to Cannes. I, you know, I, I went to Sundance. I showed, I brought Kanye. He performed. He, Patti LaBelle performed. We did a lot. And we got our money back. And so then he came to me and he had this script, Shadowbox. And he was like, and I was like, this, this script is like a little crazy. And I was like, I just, you know, I, I got my $2 million back. I, I, this is my working capital. I'm independent. I'd rather put this into me now. And he was like, listen, man, I'm going to showcase my directing skills here. You'll get your money back in a month. I promise you, three months tops. Just do this for me. Let's keep sticking together. You know, you got your money back. So I said, all right, cool, but just make sure I get my money back no matter what. And, you know, we from the same place, so our word means everything. And I went on his word. I don't care about nothing else. When we looked in each other's eyes and he, and he said he's going to give me my money back, I believed him. So I let him. I said, all right, let it rock. So that happened, and the movie ended up costing more, like $10 million. Other investors had to get in it, and I lost control, and I could, we didn't get our money back. This is what I consider a culture vulture, someone that takes from the culture. Even if you're black, he's, he's black, and he's really disrespecting a good black man that tried to help him and exploits the culture. All his subject matter is about the culture, but when it comes time to even pay back the culture that helped you— he, he just has no explanation. And I tried to work it out with him. I right. spoke on the phone, but he just keeps lying to me. And I have a book called Culture Vultures, and you can read about it in the book. I talked about it. I talk about all the people that continue to think that when I put money into them, they just don't have to pay me back. And and, and everyone that owes me money, I'm going to legally get at you, and I'm, I'm going to make sure everybody knows right. because I'm a good guy. All right. So that was Dame Dash explaining the situation on what happened with him and Lee Daniels. So, so what's your thoughts on that, though, before, real quick? You got to pay the fuck up, man. Mm. He ain't loan you $10. But see... He this, ain't loan you $100. This is the thing. You say loan money. He made an investment. They lost... that. I guess that movie Shadow Boxing was so trash, which he hinted out, Shadow Boxing sounds weird, and I don't really think I like that. But I'm going to give you this $2 million anyway. Dame Dash is out here doing business without paperwork. Dame Dash is out here doing business on the strength that, hey, we black. So you got my back. Don't get me wrong. Salute to Dame Dash. Because I would love to walk up to Dame Dash and be like, yo, I got this idea. Loan me two million real quick. Don't think that's happening anymore. <laughs> yeah. So fuck you, Lee Daniels, for, for messing yeah, that up. Yeah. But I like how Dame moved. Because if that happened more often to genuine people, you might see a lot of, you know what I mean, successful black people who have a dream uh, 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 come to fruition because we don't got a bank. We don't have right. a, a, a Dame Dash around. So I appreciate what Dame Dash did. But after doing further review, I guess because shadow boxing didn't do the numbers that they thought it would, there is no money returned on your investment because the money, because the movie was ass. Yeah, but... But it's he, a, what year was this? He longed on this money. Well, I don't remember. I don't remember what long, a year. But once again, I, I I just want to reiterate that it's the difference between an investment and a loan. A loan is you're going to get your money back regardless. An investment is I'm going to invest in something. If it does not do well, but I think he gave him that money like ten years ago. Like ten years ago, it might have been. And he since that nigga's done precious. He's done Empire four seasons. He's done that new TV show. He got stars for a couple seasons. He got two million dollars. 
I don't give a fuck if a nigga if I, I completely agree with everything you said in regards to doing business without paperwork, and that's important, especially when you look at the aftermath of the situation. But if you do somebody if you if you got somebody that just does you a favor off the love, off the strength, then you got you have to pay that money back or at least be in communication with the person about payment. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I ain't got the full two mil. Here go a hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nah. Fifty thousand. I wouldn't like even like. I wouldn't even want that. Would I'm you just, want that? I owe you two million, and I take. Listen, I ain't got that big of a hundred thousand for right now. Nah. I mean, but that's better than ducking a motherfucker and not telling nothing. Because then at that point, it's like, yo, I don't have the full two million, but I have something to give back to you to let you know that I'm not leaving you high and dry with this money that you gave to me, that you loaned to me. So to go for that amount of time and to to have the accolades that he's had since the money's been loaned. And to, like, absolutely nothing, no communication. I don't know when I'm getting my money back. You don't need to even keep me in the loop or stuff. That's that's fucked up. No, I mean, I'm going to keep it a buck. Don't don't think that I'm taking Lee Daniels' side. I'm not. But I just want people to understand the difference between a loan and an investment. Um, I think Dame had, I think Dame was thinking the same. You know what I'm saying? Because although an investment, you know, that money doesn't come back right away. But that shit is supposed to come back still. That nigga ain't getting nothing. Okay, so we're saying that, okay, so I don't know the numbers for Shadow Boxing or whatever that movie was called. Obviously, it was trash because I never heard of the movie or the show, whatever it was. If that movie does not recoup, then everybody loses. So I don't see how Dame Dash thinks he's entitled to his $2 million. He isn't. That money is gone. Nah, nah, nah. Bro, if we invest into Bro, a- you can't. I, I gave you $2 million. I don't care what it was for. And we, as a team, lost it. We lost it. So if I go make ten million off precious, that's not your money. If, no, but you still owe me two million. That ten million ain't mine. But you that that, that initial investment, I need that back. We, lo- I need that. Maybe back. I'm, maybe I am misunderstood what an investment you loan is. You a nigga two million dollars. See, you keep using the word loan. He did not loan. You make he an invested. investment for two million dollars and not expect to get that back at any point. If we did good, we. Lo- what I'm saying to you is, if we invest, okay, we going to put. Okay, something simple like lottery tickets. And maybe I'm tripping when I say lottery tickets. But let's say we put all our money into some lottery tickets, right? We we invested in these lottery tickets and we lose. The money's gone. You're not, you're not getting that money back. You No, but see, it's, it's an investment. He loaned that man that money because it wasn't no paperwork. If it was paperwork, then it would have been an investment. He gave him $2 million out of his pocket, no courts, no nothing. That's a loan, bro. That's a loan. He I gave you money out of my pocket. and so You came to me and asked me, first of all, I need help. Can you help me? I reached into my pocket and gave you $2 million. That's a fucking loan. I'm on Dame Dash's side. I am, especially with the video leaking. I'm just trying to get people. I just want to put it out there and that then if it's it was, a difference between investing and loaning and, money. But, if you loan money, you get your money back regardless if it's a loss or a plus. Right, exactly. So if it's a loan, if it's an investment, why would Lee Daniels say if they lost it all or, or if the, the back end of the investment wasn't what they anticipated it to be? Why would Lee Daniels in the video say, Dame, I'm going to get you your money? Because he said he opened my eyes. What for, the fuck? That's what he said. I'm about to close your fucking eye with this right hook. That's what he said. He about. sounds dumb, right? 
everything about it sounds dumb, but because Lee, da- first off, Lee Daniels looked dumb in public, and Lee, da- like it, it looks Good. bad. He don't listen. Li- listen, he does not care about a Dame Dash, but it looks, it makes him look bad. So in order to clean his name up, he's not giving Dame two million because it's the right thing to do. He's giving it. He's giving him two million because he wants to remain positive in the light. Whatever color he wants to paint it cool as long as that two million comes out the pocket you can call it a fucking rabbit out the ass all you want i got my two million i think lee daniels is a scumbag for doing it all i'm saying is get your paperwork right don't you can't just give don't listen don't tell me because i'm black you can hand me over because that's what this conversation is about that's why he came to him right and that's how dame took it oh we black men we gotta stick together they go two million dame he he, he was he he hustled him he, he hustled, hustled Dame? Dame? Yeah. Okay, oh, that's we, what we're we, talking we about. Black, How you hustle Dame? Black. They ain't giving me no money. How do you hustle Dame Dash from Harlem? Dame Dash was on the Breakfast Club. He was all over the place telling people you can't out-hustle him. He's the ultimate hustler. And he let Lee Daniels out-hustle him? That's the issue. That's what I'm saying. It's a pro- Dame has to accept responsibility. That's all I'm saying. Lee Daniels was a sucker for what he did, but Dame Dash has to accept responsibility that he got played because he didn't do the proper steps because they're two black men. At the end of the day, that might be true. At the end of the day, he still owed that nigga $2 million. I don't, I can't say it that way unless I do more info, unless I do more digging and understanding that and it's an investment. Well, I'm not loaning you no more. Because money. it's, <laughs> see, you keep using two different words. I said loan. Loan. I said it's a loan. Well, we're you talking, said investment. But Dame said, Dame and Lee Dames both said it's an investment. Neither one said it was a loan. Dame Dash invested in, uh, forgot what it was, but he made the money back. He got $2 million back. And then they did it again. And then the Shadow Box movie did not make money. It was gone. So whoever invested in, it's gone. I don't think you can call an investment when I know paperwork. That's how I'm coming. If I give you bread in my pocket, I'm giving this to you as a favor. Give you money in my pocket. I don't give a fuck. What Where am I supposed to get the two million from if the movie does not do? He got other avenues. I loaned you this money. This doesn't. If I loan you this money, I gave it to you for this. But if the back end of this doesn't amount to what it is, you still owe me that $2 million. You still got other projects going on that you're profiting from. I gave this to you to help you. And just like and just like what Dame Dash said in the um the interview he had, the movie cost more than $2 million to make. So other investors came in. And he lost right? control. And he lost control. So with that being said, I don't know how the other investors took it. Now that 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 could be something looking too. Maybe Lee Daniels made sure the other people, quote unquote, the other people got their money and left Dame Dash out. And if he did that, that's wrong. I don't know if anybody got paid or got compensated for the Shadow Box movie. That hasn't been discussed yet. And you know, Lee Daniels has went on to make Precious and Empire. Yes, he's made tons of millions of dollars after that. So, you know, maybe he could have paid him back on the strength that we're black men. Because if that's how you came at Dame, you need to return that love to Dame. That's how I'm coming. But he didn't have to. That's what I'm saying. It would have been nice. Just like Dame Dash didn't have to give him $2 million, But it was pretty dope that he did. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have to. So if you leave Daniels, you're like, yo, I got $2 million. I can give it to Dame. Or I don't have to. Yo. Get your paperwork right. It's it's crazy that black folks can't do business by looking each other in the eyes. And I get what Dame Dash is saying. I looked this man in the eyes. We shook hands. That's a contract in the hood for black folks. Obviously, Lee Daniels ain't from the hood. 
and Lee Daniels Ray better come out the fucking pockets for a bitch hang you upside down off the balcony like Suge Knight did Vanilla Ice. Get <laughs> that money, man. Speaking of being violated, because um, Lee Daniels did violate, I'm on Dame Dash's side, people. I'm just, you know, playing devil's advocate and letting y'all know the other side. But speak, speaking of being violated, Terry Crew. Napa know-how. Why should you get a five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for fifteen ninety nine? Because the dog days of summer are just as hard on your engine as they are on you. So get your five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for just fifteen ninety nine. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know how. Napa know how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends eight thirty one nineteen. Um, was violated, and he's taking it to court. The crazy thing about this whole thing is everybody's looking at this black, big black man on some, well, why didn't you hit the guy back? Or, or why didn't you physically... Fucking a senator actually asked him se- that. Right, facts, a he senator. Like, yo, why didn't... You're, you're, you're a, a big, big man. Powerful man. You're why a big, powerful man. Yourself? Why didn't you defend yourself? And, you know, he said what he said. Had he would have done that? He'd be, he be under the cell right now. But... Let's talk about it. As two black men, do you think you would have been able to think that quick on your feet? Somebody just comes up to you and grab your balls. I I don't know. That's probably that's not. that's a wild. I probably would have flipped. Hey, what the fuck? I probably would. I probably wouldn't have got violent right away, but I probably would have became confrontational. Hey, yo, what the fuck is you doing, man? Did you just grab my dick? <laughs> like the whole party, real loud, real loud. Did you just grab my dick, bro? What's wrong with you? Like, you like, yo, I'm, calm down, calm down, sit down, have a drink. I ain't having no fucking drink with you, creep. <laughs> What's the matter with you, man? Keep your hands off my Johnson, son. Fuck, fuck you up here. That's probably how I would. That's probably how I would have. You know what I'm saying? Handle it to you know. I you know I don't know. I, it's. It's, that's one of those scenarios you can really only say how you're going to react. Like you have to be in in those shoes. Definitely. Maybe he was. Maybe if he would have been drinking a little bit that night, maybe he would have got violent. Tay Cruz big as fuck. I imagine he can slam up. You know what I'm saying? Somebody he got a problem with. I want to give a big shout out to Terry Cruz, man. Um, not everybody would have handled that right. And not everybody would have handled that in that situation because I don't know if that situ- if that the way he handled it was right. It just you know that's the way he chose to handle that situation. I don't know, and I'm gonna just you know piggyback off what Fresco was saying. If I could have handled that situation like that, like just somebody. Well, first off, he's in Hollywood, so he has to know that majority of these people are gay, or they're swingers, or they do anything that but they he want. Can't know who. You listen. If you if we go to a Hollywood party right now, bro, I'm I'm on some everybody in his gay. Really? E- facts. That's everybody cool. in everybody in here is doing something so to get it? to the top, or everybody in here is just you know waiting to express themselves after a few uh, alcohol after some alcohol gets into them. Why just Hollywood? Why? Because that's that's just a story that I've always heard. You you never heard that Holly weird? You never heard of Holly weird? Yeah, but I don't just confine that to just Hollywood. I think. Like if it's but that's always but that's all we're talking about. If you go to a party where it's based on movie actors and directors, you got to know it's a bunch of weirdos in here in disguise. I don't, I don't know. That's don't how know, I'm man. taking I, it. I, I, I feel like it's weirdos in disguise everywhere, but that don't mean like you're gonna you can be prepared for. If some you go to a party, if you go to a party in the hood, you thinking it could pop off any minute now, right? 
Who goes so, to parties in the hood? But I'm just but I'm just saying. But I'm just saying it's it's okay to have that mentality. If you go to a party in the hood, you gotta know it's a possibility it could pop off at any time. That's true. This if you go to go. if you go to a Hollywood party, you gotta know that it's a possibility that it could pop off at any time in a different way. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know if you can make that statement, bro. Oh, my goodness. Come first on. First of all, your ass ain't been to Hollywood. You reporting But I've heard stories. So you mean to tell me, after what you just heard about Terry Crews and everything that you heard about Hollywood, you're going to go there not really with your guard up at all? I mean, I go everywhere with my guard up. So I, I get what you're saying. But I'm not walking anywhere expecting to get my dick grabbed by a grown-ass man. Like, I'm not. Hey, you know. What? No, 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 no. I didn't say. I, I didn't say to that extreme. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I, you know, playing into this scenario. I'm not walking to this party like, oh yeah, let's go in here. I don't feel like going, man. One of these niggas might grab my dick. I don't even want to like fucking nobody up. Like, <laughs> like that's just <laughs> this is a weird thought process to have. Like, if I feel like my dick can potentially get grabbed by another man at a function, I'm not going. Hollywood, Atlanta. Nebraska, I'm not fucking going. I didn't. Well, I'm not saying that that's the thought. I'm just saying we're going to a Hollywood party. Anything can happen. So what I'm saying is when you got it in your mind that anything can happen, if another guy walks up to you and just grab your junk, you can you can have the reaction that Terry Crews had because you're like, bro, I know it was weirdos here. I just didn't know who. Bro, get off me. I'm going to smack the shit out of you if you do that again. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just like you're prepared in that way. That's how I that's how I think Terry Crews handled it. He knew he was around weirdos. He just didn't know who was the weirdo. So when the dude popped up, he was able to think about his career. You know, think about his family. That's probably about it, but career, family. I thought he I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I can't say that he knew he was in a function with weirdos. Because I have no idea who else was there, what type of venue it was. I have no idea what type of party it was. I don't know if it was a award show. I don't know if they was just at a club. I don't know if they was at a lounge or at a nigga backyard in some rich, big Hollywood estate. I don't I don't know what the environment was like outside of this situation. So I don't know if he, if he knew who was there or what kind of party, quote unquote, this was or not. All I know is, no matter how weird it may have been, or if I'm surrounded by a bunch of weirdos, whether I'm in Hollywood, Atlanta, whatever like that, nobody's, no grown man who isn't living that kind of life is expecting to get a big handful of his of his meat grab by somebody he was trying to work for. I'm not, work with. but I'm not talking about the whole meat grab. I'm, I'm just not, saying, be prepared that something, it can go down. But what do you anything, but anything. what do you but when you say be prepared it could go down, what are you talking about? Anything. You just okay, gotta be but prepared. We're talking about, but we're talking about the meat grabs. So right. We, we are. That's the preparation that we're talking about. But how do you prepare for something like that? We're saying is how could you or anybody like how was he able to handle that the way he handled it? And I'm saying is he probably knew that he was around weirdos already. So once you know I'm around weirdos. You guys are going to surprise me, but I'm not going to be that surprised. Surprise is, is we in the middle. Surprise is, is I don't think that I'm at a weird place until somebody grabs my junk. I'm like, whoa, boom, boom, boom. But if I know I'm at a weird place, I just might know how to catch myself because I know I put myself in this position to be in this weird place. Maybe his thought process is that smooth. Maybe he, maybe it was okay. What the fuck is going on here? You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know. If it was me, 
You know what I'm saying? I I think the way I think it's weird though. It's it's just it's just all weird that he, the senator even asked that question. Like you're a big powerful man. How would why wouldn't you? Because then senator bitch, I'd be in this fucking courtroom in cuffs and orange jumpsuit trying to defend myself instead of fight for myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Once you, if you, once you do put your hands on that person, they say, well, why didn't you just call the police? Why didn't you just do something? But then when you go off and you act like that, they say, well, why didn't you just walk away? Why didn't you remove yourself from the situation? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't make these motherfuckers happy. That man got up and walked away and reported it. And now they're asking him, Oh, you're a big, powerful man. Why didn't you do anything about it? That's stupid. So what we do know is that The Expendables is coming out with a uh, uh, part four of their movie, and Terry Crews won't be in it because he won't drop the charges. So I guess what it's we do up, know, man. what we Expendables do know, is the shit. Expendables was a good series, but guess what? We won't be watching Expendables 4. We done with that. Is Sorry. it the same director? Is the same is the, the, the dude who directed the movie or something like that? The guy who touched him? No, 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 no. The the what he said in the uh courthouse was the person who's in charge of, you know, you know, directing or whatever the expendable expendable for asked Terry Crews to drop the charges against the guy who did it. So they all in cahoots. And he just like, nah, he's not gonna drop no charges, so he won't be in expendable four. Can he sue for that? That sounds like discrimination. I think he can sue for anything, but Look at look at how hard this is. Do you want to do that and and sue for this, uh, this discrimination? You got to fight for your rights to party. Fuck that! I'm going all the way. Nah, I don't, I don't. I don't think you would have the energy to do that. Like this, this is tearing him apart. I do believe because once you, because just like you said, the senator. Oh, why didn't you push him? You're a big, strong man. Listen. Everybody is clowning Terry Crews because he didn't put hands on him and he got sexually assaulted because he's this big man. And then you want to take on a whole nother uh, 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 case? It's the energy. Niggas ain't got the energy for that, man. Yeah, he probably won't have the money for the damn legal representation either since his ass ain't doing expenses for <laughs> So, um... <laughs> We just gonna keep Terry Crews though. Yeah, shout out to Terry Crews, man. We with you, and we shout out to being violated. Like this whole episode, you a big buff nigga. What you gonna do, somebody just? And we go to a podcast meeting to do a mashup show some shit. They could just slide a podcast meeting. No way, you get the like. I'm just. It's different though. It's like the CEO of iHeartRadio. Nah. Well, see, this is the thing. I'm not a pod. I'm not a podcaster making money or podcasting yet. You're so anybody, to, get, so if you go to a meeting, no, 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 no. Terry Crews was in Terry no. Crews was in position oh, to listen. lose it all. I had nothing to lose. That's the difference. But you, but you have everything to gain. So I'm just saying. I hear what you're saying, but you're not hearing my reply. Terry Crews is already I a finished. Actually, asking I know questions. what you're saying. I know what you're saying. How you know what I'm saying? I, ain't, okay, I, finish I, the question. I actually forgot what I was going to ask. I know what you're question. asking. I know what you're asking. Terry Crews is already a movie star who's in posi- who who wants to, I guess you go to these, and I'm just guessing, you go to these parties to mingle and shake hands, kiss babies, and make relationships with new people, get new movie roles or whatever, meet new people. I am not a podcaster who's on a platform and I'm making a living off of that yet. If I go to iHeart Productions or anywhere and it's somebody and they violate me, I'm definitely in the right to protect myself because I'm not in position to lose nothing. Yeah, but you can cut yourself off from gaining stuff. You can be blackballed from radio for whoever the CEO is, make phone calls and get you banned from anywhere iHeartRadio is played or anywhere 
on any of those networks, you can get blackballed. And I possibly, and I, and I honestly think it's different. I do not have a podcast contract with nobody, so I'm not losing nothing. I'll just go, I'll just go to work. Difference between Terry Crews. Yeah, but you don't want to go to work. We just said I, that earlier. I, I do understand that. But the difference between what me and Terry Crews got going on is Terry Crews ain't had a job in forever. He would have to go find a job or he would have to, you know, go to jail or something like that. My mind, it's different for what I'm doing. I'm already at work. And I would feel good going to work knowing that I didn't sell myself short for a podcast gig. No, I didn't I didn't say you you would be comfortable with him doing it, but you could potentially cut yourself off from where you're trying to go, depending on how you move after that situation ha- happens. If it if it came if if I had to change the way I move because I checked somebody for violating me, I'm good. All right. That's what I'm saying. I'm good. As now, if I already had this podcast deal and I'm making $300,000 a year, and I got to think, and this is what Terry Crews is coming from. I got to think, do I want to lose this? I'm going to just take you to court. I'm not going to put hands on you and lose everything that I worked hard for. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think Terry Crews is coming from. I mean, if you've... If you violated as a man, regardless of what position you in, you you violated, and as a man, you know you feel you you take the appropriate action that you feel is necessary at that moment. You can't say anybody's right or wrong in that instant. You know what I'm saying? When you feel upset, so that's what yeah. I think about that. Shout out to Tay Cruz though, man, because that's definitely some difficult shit to have to. You know what I'm saying? To fight around. I just wanted to go to work, bro. Like <laughs> that's it. I just want to do my job, go to work. And hang out. All right. Yo, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Man brain. You know you want it. You know you need it. Let me introduce you to our team of audio professionals, 100% committed to giving you the greatest extreme comedy podcast of all time. Um, what's... Um, S P H. Um, I'm so super cute. Send me your orgasmic release videos. You can get it rooting. You can get it tooting. You can get it doing doughies in your yeet. Mi nombre es Tio Yeti. And you just laughed at little Hank. I ain't gonna pretend I is fresh. But looks like you might like that. And most importantly, I'm Skulk. Go to manbrainpodcast.com to get orally violated. Manbrain out. Speaking of being violated, this episode is all about violation. It's crazy. 50 Cent is um under hot fire because he made a post of making fun of Terry Crews. And now, you know, they have a pension going out of wanting stars to remove 50 Cent from oh my God. the series Power. Season five. uh Tomorrow. Tomorrow. But by the time this episode drops, it'll be, it'll be out already because I think I'm watching it at midnight. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it at midnight. I'm not waiting. They say this is a big rich town. So what if our, what are before we get into uh, Curtis Jackson and his possible removal from power, what is what of our what is our expectations for season five? Whew. 
I'm I'm pretty excited for this uh episode, for this season of Power. Um, I don't know, man. I just I just I just hope that the writing stays on point, and more importantly, the best part about Power are the the plot twists, the things that you you just don't see coming that take you by surprise. So it's like, oh shit, this thing is, oh was the writing good last year? I think people had a people was disappointed with last year's season. I liked it, but I, I was very I could see where writing. people were kind of upset at last where? year's. Well, it was the fact that the people weren't understanding that they didn't get enough episodes in, so they had to squeeze in a certain like two episodes. Right. They like squeeze in a certain amount of material into shorter episodes. Right. Like the part where Kanan ran up on Ghost, it was kinda like, ah, y'all y'all could have did better. Or it was kinda like when uh Arena was murdered, it was just like we ain't get enough for that. I don't think we actually I was actually cool with the way Kanan popped up on Ghost. Cause the nigga was just walking down the street regular as hell. And mm. The nigga who you thought was dead, your worst enemy, pops out of nowhere like and tells you we kidnapped your son. Don't try no bullshit moves neither. Tariq's dead for good, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> but but I guess what I'm saying is it was kind of like uh uh Omari, he didn't really show a range of acting when it came to his daughter's death or when he seen Kanan. And like, he never I think, will. I, well, he probably won't. He's not he's not that actor. He's not. All right. Even in the part when they were on the car, you know what I'm saying? After they come home, came home from the police station, and Tasha was crying, and they had the like the side view from like the driver's side seat. He was in the driver's seat. She was in Patrick's seat. The focus was on her, and he was blurred out a little bit. Like he was supposed to be being emotional at that time, but I don't think that's within his range of acting. So they blurred his ass out. So the focus wouldn't be on him, it would be on Tasha for more of the emotion. Ghost is not an emotional person anyway. That's true, because I wouldn't want him to put himself in position to do a part that he can't do. Right. You understand? Know and, and it would have fucked everything up. Yeah. He probably told 50 and the writer, I can't pronounce her last name, Courtney. He's like, hey, listen, man, I don't drop them tears. And plus, it's Ghost we talking about, man. Like, yes, it was his daughter. I don't drop those tears. That's what he told Hey, man, I don't drop them tears, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drop them tears, bro. I don't drop them tears. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. I don't drop them tears. I don't tears. drop them tears. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like it was with within the character that goes that we've known for five years playing his role, like everything is calculated and precise. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's a cunning killing machine, cunning, stunning, killing animal. Like you really expect to get emotion out of that? Like, yes, it was his daughter, but think about who we're talking about. So, do you think Kanan is going to be is going to be on Ghost side the whole time? Hell no. Nah. Okay. That's too. That's too. First of all, just coming from the street standpoint, they're gonna fight over Tariq. I think the issue is gonna be Tariq. I think so. Because listen, like, like look, it's that Ghost son, gangster, but... man. You want to let him do what he do? Nah, yeah. I want to be on gangster, nigga. I say he a gangster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some shit like that, but. I just with, with Kanan, there's no way a nigga's going to lock me up for ten years and then set me on fire, and then be cool. Like, it's no like I don't give a fuck how long we've been like talking to each other. I still don't like you. And and it's crazy because even though Kanan killed his own son, I think he feels like Ghost took his son from him. And in a sense, he did. and in a he sense, got him busted. And in a sense, 
Yeah, but with the relationship and all of that, you know what I'm saying? It's like he his son got, wasn't his son was got soft. Cannon locked up, and then he fathered his son. Mm. And then ghost, and then Cannon came home. It's like, man, you just like that punk ass nigga. Yeah, and popped him. Yeah, and he killed his son because of Ghost. Yeah, had Fifty been out the whole time, Sean would have been a gangster. Nah, I think Sean was who Sean was. If Sean it, was soft because it's in his DNA. Like maybe nah, his mom I don't think was so. soft. I, yo, so ten years removed from your father, a gangster ass father like that, you would have got them lessons. You would have been around. He would have made you fight. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think the same Sean that was produced in season one would have been that Sean if 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 Ghost would have been locked up for ten years and Fifty was the guy. So we're going to season five of Power. How many more seasons before we go? All right, no more. Or do you? Are you cool with rocking? I forgot what other show we talked about like this. But so many shows go so long. You be like, all right, it's enough of this. And some go out on top. Some go out too soon. Mm-hmm. What are we looking for with power? We on season five, and I think it. I think they already got picked up for season six. Um, I would like. I would like for it to go as long as it makes sense. But what I'm saying right. is, do you want it to? Do you want it to go until you like? It's just like Walking Dead. Do you want it to go the Walking Dead route, where you're like, this is getting canceled because we're not watching no more, or you want some? This is getting ca- not canceled, but this is the final episode and it's going out on top. It's hot. Um, I don't know because I enjoy the show so much. I don't want to put an end to it. But I also don't want them to run themselves into the ground. Right, right. It's trash. You know right. I, mean? I don't want no trash season. I don't want no trash, but I enjoy the story. I look forward to watching, like, when the power goes off on Sundays, like, when the season's over, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now if I know that shit ain't coming on no more, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how, I don't know about that because I want to continue watching. I want to continue to enjoy the story. I want the the writing to continue to develop and grow, so um that's a hard one, man. Um maybe as long as they stay as good as they are, like give me eight seasons, yo. Social media has made it to the fact where you do not want to wait till nine o'clock to watch this show. You right. have to watch it. Hey, and listen, I'm early. Not, I'm not tolerating you niggas spoiling shit just because you watched it before. The, the premiere times. Not, you got to watch it at midnight. Watch it at midnight. And I'm just saying, that don't mean you got to talk about it on social media, though. Well, I won't talk about it on social media. I just know that it's best to watch it at midnight, go to sleep afterwards, and then, you know, so you, so you don't have to log off of social media. Because what I don't want to do is have any spoilers. But I'm so trained. Like, I'm so I'm so focused on, like, Netflix where you can watch the whole series. Like, shout out to Luke right. Cage. I'm watching my Luke Cage. We get to that a little later. I'm watching Luke Cage. I could just watch episode after episode. It's something frustrating now about watching something for an hour that goes by super fast. And then you have to wait six, seven more days to watch the next episode. Yeah, that sucks. That's, you know, and I I guess that's just the era that we're living in as to where we don't want to wait for nothing no more. Mm-hmm. But man, after I watch season one, episode one tonight, I'm going to be pissed once once it goes off. I'm like, ah, now I got to wait seven more days. Yeah, I, I like the anticipation factor of it, though, but I do enjoy watching shows like binge, binge watching shows. That's why I'm happy that I didn't start watching Game of Thrones until like season six. And I just watched them shit straight through. And by the time season seven came on, I was like fresh. Right. Up. Well, as far as uh, a Game of Thrones go, 
I just watched it last year. So I had mad catching up to do, which was great. I'm just, you know, I just wish I was one of those people. Shout out to the people who have not watched Power yet. And y'all get to watch that. Everything. Y'all get to watch that from season one all weekend and just keep going. I envy you. Well, what's up with this? Um, Let's get back to the 50 Cent thing. Um, Him and the Terry Crews. And he might have told a joke too many. Do you see him getting kicked off of Power for this? No. No, it's fifty. We talk about dog. Like fifty always does whatever fifty. Wants. Yeah, but I think he might have went too far with this, man. I, I, I think he's half man, half slow mo. Cause, like, I, I just don't think that he cares sometimes. And I just think that, well, see, he's not a comedian. Now, a comedian could have did this and been like, fifty actually is a comedian. He's not. He's not. His title is a comedian. But that's what I'm saying. But he's not licensed. Sure, is a comedian. Yeah, but I think that. But I think that sometimes. We got to check each other. Like, yo, Fifth, you, you you went a little too far. I just think he's uncheckable because he's just that playful. It's like, yo, can who can go to 50 Cent and be like, bro, you know, you wrong for this. Maybe, maybe him. Maybe. <laughs> maybe M. That's what I'm saying. It's like, maybe he's got to. Floyd, but then they get into Nah, him, him and Floyd beefing, Floyd, I think. Floyd, you beat up your own bitches, Floyd. Fuck is you talking about? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> is you talking about? Uh, 50 is just that he comes from a different place emotionally. Like, you talking to a man whose mom was murdered when he was eight years old. Like, you imagine how cold he is? He don't. He probably don't even feel that shit. Yeah. He probably don't even feel that shit. I, I don't think. And then stuff like that, honestly, that's what, that's what social media is. Like, don't tell me I can't post something about Terry Crews. Like, everybody else posts everything about everything. Like, ev- there's nothing that goes, there's no topic that goes untouched joking-wise. I think it is. Sexual assault. He got his man. See, it's just the thing. Because he's a man, because he's Terry Crews and he's built like he's built, his sexual assault gets made fun of. Like, it's not, that's what I'm saying. It's nothing it, funny I, of it, about it. Mm, I, yeah, true. But people are going to make jokes. Like, Jokes are going to be made. As that's just it. That's just it. Like that's like going around and suing everybody for anything bad they've ever said about you. No, no, no. Sexual assault. You don't see nobody else being made fun of with a sexual assault when these women are coming out. Okay, but saying, even even still, like that's not just enough to get me removed from my own show. I no, mean, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying he still went too far. I don't know about too far. Because it's 50. 50 always goes this length. We need this distance. We need each other's support. That's what I'm saying. It's like Terry Crews need us all because at the end of the day, he's going through it with the white people. Oh, why you just didn't hit him? You're a big guy. Like, come on. It's like, it didn't. And you expect to get that from 50 Cent? No, but, okay, but 50 should have left it alone. Like, he doesn't. He should have. He should have left that one alone. That's all I'm saying. We all know how wild he is. Fifth, leave that one alone. Now it's a. Well, what if he don't agree? What if he like? Well, Terry, man, you should have did something about it. You should have did something. Okay. Okay. So when Fifty Cent gets put in that position, we'll see how he handles it. I don't want to see how Fifty handles it. Well, I don't. Well, he said he's a real street nigga. If well, Terry Crews is a real street nigga. I don't. This would be a completely different. Okay, scenario. but Terry Crews thought about it before he reacted and now he's a he's a still a free man see it's a double-edged sword because you're a free man but you're a violated free man do you want to live that way that's what, like so that's that that is the big he catches, debate he plays, plays flashbacks of it like he yeah he probably shit, nightmares sitting in his bed he's just like <laughs> nigga just come up with a big ass hand out towards his lap <laughs> like, terry and he wake up in hot sweat <laughs> like terry you okay <laughs> 
Damn. I, I don't know, man. I I do not think. I mean, honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I pretty much enjoy almost everything Fifty does. So, and knowing him has been this. He's been consistent. He's been the most consistent with who he is since he's hit the scene. So this isn't past his repertoire in my category. So I'm not shocked that he would make a joke in regards to this scenario. You got to know who you're dealing with. I'm not surprised at all that 50, if fucking Mariah carried this, I'd be like, whoa, Mariah, whoa, you wildin'. What the fuck you start talking, when you start talking about this kind of shit? But 50 has made it known, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the kind of shit that he fucks around with. So I don't know. And plus, 50, nope. 50 without no 50 on power means no power. Do you want to watch that without Wonder Woman Kanan going to pop up or what Kanan's going to do? Kanan is a big part, but I think power is about ghosts. Like you, you, you can do without Kanan, bro. If Kanan dies, I think we'll be all right. I, what, but what be, Ghost does need a villain, but as a right... Would we, would, we, would we be watching power if 50 never presented it to us? No. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, he's yeah, but up. he's already presented it. You're, you're, you're going back. If they said 50 Cent can no longer be a part of Power, we're still going to watch Power. It's the difference I, between... I don't, I don't know if I would watch it. Bro, I, would, I, would, I would feel some kind of way. Power don't break records for Curtis Jackson. It's the overall... Now, if you took Ghost off, people might... I don't know about Power. It's all about Ghost, man. It's, it's a Ghost remove, show. If they remove 50, they lose the whole street gritty edge to it. Like, 50 is the reason why power is so edgy in the street. Uh, I don't think so. What? No, I don't think so. So so who is it? Amari? It, matter of fact, I remember in season one, in season one, um, um, I can't remember his name, Joseph Sakura, I think it is, was, which is Tommy. He even said, yo, a large part of what helped me get into my character is 50 took me to his old neighborhood in Southside Jamaica. Queens. Right, but, you, but that's not, but you're not talking about the actual movie, I mean, the actual show. We we don't know that. We just know that Tommy, that dude. That's all we know. We don't know. Well, he we don't, said it. What you mean? Right. But you're saying that his on-air character, his, his on-screen character has nothing to do with him taking him to Queens. That's what Curtis Jackson did as an executive. Okay, get these guys in ready mode. But if Curtis didn't get on the camera again, it wouldn't affect He didn't just nothing. take him to any hood. He took him to his hood. You don't think there's still no niggas in Southside? That's an executive decision that you make in the back as far as on air. If Kanan is no longer seen on air, but he's still making executive moves like that, the show will be good. That's what I'm saying. You're comparing him on screen to off screen. I look forward to seeing Kanan on the and screen. And then how many times... When he pulled up on Tommy in front of the Italian spot, tell the old motherfucker to go outside. Shit ain't got nothing to do with him. It's between me and you. I was like, yeah, nigga. I get that. But in a 60-minute show, how many scenes does Kanan have? He's hardly in the show, honestly. He might get his biggest role now because but, he's but, now... But because because of the way the show was written. He was laying low. He was burnt. Bro, like you he, stop watching. Okay. And I'm just saying, it's the way the show was written. How, how many scenes could he have been in after he moved... He went to D.C. to recover after being burnt up in a fucking warehouse But fire. you're making my point for me. He's hardly there. The show goes on with or without him. Now, if you want to stop he, watching Power because he, has, he ain't there, he has to die in order for me to. He has to die on the show in order for me to be like, I'm cool with fifty nine. Bro, you so so you mean to tell me if they pension for him to get off the show, and you know you are gonna stop watching Power because the people didn't want him on no more? I'm not turning Power. Yeah, off. I, nah, yeah I'm yo, not doing that. I got him off the show because of this. Uh, Instagram. He post? violated. Hey, he shouldn't. He went too far. All right, okay, all right. America is just mass sensitive. Not downplaying Terry Hughes' situation, but we got to stop with this bullshit of just because somebody makes a comment in regards to something, then their stripes get removed because of that. Like, I don't agree with that. 
Okay. Him making a comment regards to this situation. Oh, shit. 50 said Ted Cruz is a coward. Let's get him off power. Like, what? How is that equal? How is that equal? That doesn't make sense to me. I think what Terry Crews is standing up for is a powerful situation. Absolutely. And it does not deserve Curtis Jackson's jokes. And we live in America, bro. A lot of shit don't be deserving, but it fucking happens. So it happens. You can't stop certain stuff. Let's talk for the culture real quick. For the culture. Black Panther and Luke Cage. In 2016, Luke Cage shut down Netflix with his debut. I mean, Netflix actually stopped working. In 2018, earlier this year, Black Panther broke all the records. As you know, billion, billion dollar movie. The biggest, you know. Awards all over All the awards world. all over the place. Breaking records worldwide. But at the end of the day, Luke Cage and the Black Panther did things for the community. It made people believe. It gave people uh, additional superheroes that they didn't think that they had. You know, if you, if you think that Batman and Superman is it, you know, there were so many more out there. But here's my question. Does the Black Panther and Luke Cage owe us a mashup for the culture? Maybe like Luke Cage pops up in Wakanda. Or even better, I think would make more sense... And uh, T'Challa's journey in America, he stumbles in Harlem. Hears about Luke Cage and just wants to help Luke Cage fight off some crimes. That's pretty cool. I, I think like that. that sounds dope. Luke Cage actually did make an appearance in one um, Black Panther comic. I was going to ask that because I didn't. I, I don't know if Luke Cage has ever, if Luke Cage and T'Challa has ever shared a screen before, whether it be comic book or whatever. So I was definitely going to ask that, but they have shared. Mm-hmm. In the um, A Nation Under My Feet series uh, with Black Panther, the Black Panther, A Nation Under My Feet series, Luke Cage came. It was a couple of other people. T'Challa was fighting some motherfuckers who had flipped Wakanda upside down. After Thanos came, he fucked shit up. So the city was rebelling and he needed help with getting the people to understand the hierarchy and Luke Cage is one of the people that came through and was helping fight the enemy. He was fucking niggas up left and right. Mm. But I think that's fire, though. Um, I'm not sure which I would prefer, though. Like, movie screen-wise, if I would prefer Luke Cage and Wakanda or T'Challa and Harlem. I think I, I would. I think niggas in Harlem would look at T'Challa like, nigga, fuck out of here with that accent, boy. That shit don't mean nothing. It's Harlem, son. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> you know? mm. Or if... I, I I think I would I think I would prefer to see Luke Cage in Wakanda. I think I would rather see T'Challa in Harlem. I think that would make just more sense to me. Because then you got to say, well, how did Luke Cage get in Wakanda? Why would he go to Wakanda? You know, he's in Harlem. How would he get? Well, how would he even know? Like like Luke Cage is so grounded. All he does is live, breathe, and eat Harlem. Yeah, that's true. T'Challa, on the other hand, comes to America, and he lets his sister Suri run. Wakanda, right? He comes to America and he's in New York. No, he was in California. Okay. So let's say, okay, so he's in California. But let's just say he wants to visit New York. He took it. Well, <laughs> in, in, in his attempt to be as American as possible, he takes the airplane. Like, he's just trying to be normal. Okay. He's trying to be normal. And he runs into Luke Cage in Harlem. And they, they exchange, you know, okay, I'm such and such, or I'm such and such. And then T'Challa helps Luke Cage. So they got to fight at first before they understand each other? Oh, yeah. They definitely got to yeah. fight each other. You know, um... Luke Cage going to win that fight. Luke Cage will win? You He's think Luke indestructible. What the fuck is T'Challa going to do? But isn't 
T'Challa's suit indestructible. So when Luke Cage punches him, he absorbs the energy. Oh, that's true. And then yeah. T'Challa just punches him back, and it might lift. But he's indestructible. Like, how do you harm Luke Cage? See, now we talking. Now we got a good fight going on. Who would win this, though? The comic book says is going to think we dumb. Oh, you guys are so dumb. Such and such can't, because it's already documented who right. can't beat who already. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who could be who in the fight. If Luke Cage is so uh, indestructible, but T'Challa has that uh, a suit that absorbs energy, wouldn't wouldn't uh, uh, Luke Cage punch T'Challa? His suit will absorb it, and then T'Challa will hit him. And but what would the, what effect would that have on Luke Cage when he hit him back? That's what I, that's what we want to see. He's gonna stand there. I know what happened. I already got it in my head. Luke Cage punches T'Challa. T'Challa takes it, punches Luke Cage, and then the block explodes. I can see that. <sighs> And they and then the they fight's over, right? Fight. And they both just stand and they're like, "We might as well just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we are not getting anywhere with this." And then I never freeze. And then Duke says, "Sweet Christmas." <laughs> That's his line. That's his line. I don't watch Duke Cage. So I don't know what his line is. Sweet Christmas. That's corny as hell. That's not corny, man. That's Luke Cage. I don't know what it means. This is his thing. Whenever he sees something that, like you, instead of saying, what the hell? He says, sweet Christmas. I don't know what's more disturbing. (laughs) The fact that you keep using that tone of voice or that actual phrase. Sweet Christmas. It's like if you go go somewhere and you find a dead body or something. Sweet Christmas. What? That's what? That's the last thing I'm thinking about is fucking Christmas if I come across a dead body. Or you go to a strip club and she got the fattest ass. Sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. You can you can use sweet Christmas for everything, good and like, bad. That should sound like a holiday special tasty cake. Yeah. But um Rumor it has it though that they will, you know what I mean, cross over eventually. Like, so I, I I can't wait for the Black Panther Luke Cage mashup. Like I said, I'm still watching my Luke Cage on Netflix. It'd be it's cool to fire. see Luke Cage on a big screen. Definitely, definitely. He it'd, owes that, man. It'd be cool to see Luke Cage on a big screen. Only time I've seen a guy who plays Luke Cage on a big screen is I sat down and watched like 20 minutes of that movie Girls Trip, and he was in it. Oh, he was? Yeah. Was I ain't see Girls Trip. Yeah, after that part, I turned it off, though. Mm Okay. Not my movie. All right. So we off that, man. Shout out to Luke Cage and Black Panther, though, man. For the culture. Facts. Um, Yo, who pays for the first date? The that was... That, the person that acts. The person that acts. It's crazy. I got a little story. I remember, you know, a friend, an old friend. I don't know where this person's at anymore. They hit me up, and they was just like, yo, let's go out, get some lunch. And I paid. I guess it's just it's in my it's in my nature to just to to handle that. So I don't really know. I would always pay. I'm always going to pay or at least reach for my wallet. Now, if you say, if you say, don't worry, I got it. I'm gonna let you get it. But I'm always gonna just reach for the wallet. That's just me. I don't care who acts for the date. I'm going to grab my wallet. Well, shout out to your level of chivalry. That's just me. Um, don't ask me to go somewhere and expect me to pay. <laughs> Just don't. If you make a suggestion, oh, let's go. Oh, let's go to such and such. Then that sounds dope. I do want to go. I ain't got no bread, though. Fuck it. I'll pay for it. Let's roll. All right. Okay, but that's the conversation. Right. But you can't say, hey, do you want to go to? Yeah, I'll go. Okay, let's go. Let's meet at seven or I'll take you at eight or we'll meet whatever or pick me up at whatever. 
that this is on you. You orchestrated this. Shit is on you. I hear you. But if somebody says, hey, let's go out and to eat, you're not going to check your account and say, hey, let me see what I got. Even though this person offered you, let yeah, me see I what am. I got. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you know you ain't got no, first of all, if I ain't got no bread, I'm not going anywhere. Regardless if you're spending, uh, paying for it or not. If I got no bread to spend or if my account is zero, I'm not going nowhere. So that's that. So I'm not even going to be in the facility. It depends. It depends on who I'm going with. Like if if a, if a particular person asks me to go somewhere and I don't have no bread, I might go. But if a, if you know that's like comes with rapport. But if like a brand new person, you know what I'm saying, asks me if I want to go out somewhere and I ain't got no bread, I'm not going. But if I got a little bit of time, man, we familiar, we've been hanging out for a little while, and you offer to go out to eat and I ain't got it, oh bitch, I'm going. See, that's the thing. And even when I go out with my fiance, we go out, they always give me the bill. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and sometimes, you know, my fiance, she got it. You know what I mean? She 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 paying for it because cause, cause we're like that. She'll pay for sometimes, I pay for sometimes. But if it's just a, you know, if somebody just randomly hits you up, hey, I had you in my mind today. I wanted to go out to eat. I'm going to already program it that I need to have bread on me and that I might be paying for this meal. That's just me. But even when we go out to eat, me and my fiance, they always put the bill on my side. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I might got to slide it to her, or the case may be. And that shit don't bother me. Like, it don't, don't bother it, it don't bother you that they give you the bill or that you don't that you ain't paying for. Or they might not give me the bill. Like if they walk to the woman and give her the bill, I'm like, I don't that shit don't bother me. Like either way it's, it's gonna get paid. Like if I don't feel like less of a man if, well, I didn't say that. No, I'm just I'm just saying a lot of people take that for a lot of people take that for that though. Oh, they walked up to the woman and handed her the bill. You're not the man. They don't recognize you as a man. Oh, I definitely, definitely wasn't coming like that. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't take it like that. I just like we're out having whatever we're doing. Whoever is paying is paying. Like I believe in swapping it out. Like I ain't gonna pay all the time, but I ain't gonna let you pay all the time neither. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'll, I'll do the same thing. Like I would never invite a woman to go somewhere and expect them to pay. Well, I just think it's always different as far as the man because the man is always expected to pay. I, I don't, I don't feel like that. Don't ask me. To when go did no, you? Don't when ask did me you to go no fucking way? When did you stop feeling that way, or did you? Or did you always feel that way? I was always conflicted about it. I didn't know I felt like this. You know what I'm saying for sure until I got more experience under my belt. But you know, going in, I was confused. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh well, she asked me to go. I like her. And I'll pay. Like after a while, I was like, bitch, no, fuck that. Like. Like we gotta have if we got time in, or if I invite you, yeah, cool. That's that's no problem. But if it's a first time thing, I feel like I should pay. But if you invite me, if this is your idea, I don't feel obligated to pay. I'm just different. I think that it's just me. I'm always gonna pay for the meal unless you say, I got it. It's just me. I don't know why. I'm always on some, you know, like I'm going to pay. I'm going to make sure, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know why. I don't know where I came up with that from, but that's just me. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I'm always going to uh, pay the bill. Well, not no more because, you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing, you know what I mean, um, engaged and how we handle it. We've been going out so much that we just we just bounce off each other. Like, she know, she know when I got it. I know when she got it. I know when she's treating. I know, and she knows when I'm treating. But if I was still out there and just... I got randomly hit up, like, yo, what you doing? Want to get something to eat? I'm automatically 
only accepting if I know what my finances are. So that's that's weird to me. Like for somebody to weird. invite for somebody no, not what you not you paying, but somebody inviting me somewhere and then expecting me to pay. Like I feel like you just trying to eat off. I didn't say she ex- she expected you to pay. I'm just I'm just that's what we talk about though. I know, but what I'm saying is I I never said that like cuz I said the last time this happened with me, I got offered out and I paid for. It. I didn't I just automatically had it in my mind that I was paying. That's what I'm saying. So I made the move. I didn't wait. I didn't leave the thing on the table and was like, okay, so who who paying for this? I made the move. That's all I'm saying. I didn't. That's not. That's not. That's that's admirable. And I'm not saying that's that she cute. wasn't going to. And I'm not saying that she wasn't going to pay. I just say, hey, the bill's here. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, here go my card, lady or a uh, uh, waitress. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I, I can get behind that line of thinking. I just. I don't mind paying at all. Like, if I want to take you out, I will absolutely call you and say, yo, what you doing on such and such date? Let's do this. That's on me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I'm a 50 50 dude. Like, whatever you expect of me, I expect the same from you. Whether, whether I'm, whatever, and what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? I, it would be nice if you reciprocated, but if not, that's on me to decide if I'm going to continue to go forward with the situation or not. If you invite me somewhere, I'm damn well expect. Okay, well, this is your setup. This is something that you wanted to do that you kept me that you invited me on. Cool, but if I invite you somewhere, I don't expect you to pay. Yeah. All right. So on to the next one. How or when should you be able to date your dead homie's ex? Oh, now, this got brought up because allegedly. Faith Evans and Jadakiss might be dating mm-hmm. allegedly. Nothing's and uh, nothing's uh, been proven, but some people are saying, "Listen, man, Big's been dead for twenty some years. It was a twenty one died in ninety seven. It's not it's two thousand eighteen. Right, twenty one years. Big has been uh, uh, dead. But this just mean that he's kind of like been plotting on Faith for all this time, or is it just like <laughs> something he just happened? Like, I'm gonna wait twenty years." And then I'm a bagger. What? So, so what could have had? Like, is this okay though? If if when is it okay to date your dead homie's ex girl, ex wife, or baby mom? I don't know if there's a right answer to that question. It's all about what you feel and what's going on with that person. Um, the way that, well, I I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a hundred and and say I do think a fair amount, a good amount of time, or a legit amount of time has passed whereas it's like okay it's understandable but at the same time it's like you speak so highly of this man even after his death on the brotherhood and the kind of person he was and stuff like that it's kind of like mm, it's like you're crossing over yourself a little bit it's it's it, it sucks because i think that we've all known somebody a homie a friend a relative anybody who's dated somebody who you've never seen in your life and you're like damn she bad but let me but that's my man's girl mm-hmm. i ain't gonna do nothing but then you know for a fact he ain't treating her right and because it's a lost cause you could never have this girl because your man's had her and you like yo y'all hooking up with trash anyway like y'all was never nothing right really like y'all wasn't married no kids but for the code, for the brotherhood, brotherhood code, some people think 
yo, I could never be with somebody that I saw and fell in love with at first sight. I'm not saying that's what Jadakiss did. I'm thinking, here's my thought process. They was on tour. Faith probably made him a banging ass peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Why peanut butter and jelly? That's the first thing that came to my mind. They got money. Bang it. But this is the simple things that get a brother. That's the true. way she cut that sandwich in half. He probably was complaining he was hungry all day. Hungry he randomly, all day. He probably randomly walked into a trailer and the sandwich was sitting on the, on the counter. I remember when I worked at Burlington Coal Factory, I asked a, a coworker of mine to go. She was going to Burger King and she went to Burger King and I told her what I wanted. And my sandwiches be, you know, be different because I don't want no lettuce, tomatoes, onions, but I want ketchup, mayo, bacon on them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, yo, give me a bacon whopper with cheese, only ketchup, right? She brought the sandwich back, cut in half. I fell in love. A burger? I fell in love. Oh, wait. A bitch cut a burger in half? The Whopper was in half. <laughs> You're laughing. That was like one of the dopest things that I've ever yeah, seen. That's weird to me. It's weird. Don't cut my fucking... Yo, did you cut my fucking burger in half? Bruh. I'm a grown man. Bruh. This bruh. Elementary bruh, school? Bruh. I'm listening Cut though, the sandwich it's... in half. There was no ketchup hanging out. It was neat. It was a neat sandwich. So I'm looking at this sandwich like, yo, this is fire. You did this? So you ate that ass off a sandwich cutting that? No. <laughs> I didn't. We, we never hooked up. But I felt more for after she brought my sandwich back, the sandwich was took care of. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Okay. Faith could have... Kiss was hungry. And she could have hooked him up with a sandwich, chopped it up, or did whatever she did to it. And he just was like, damn, this is dope. And the only reason why... I wouldn't approach you because you big ex. Or you know, you big ex-wife. But at the same time, <laughs> I think Stevie J was was getting with her too. Mm-hmm. Stevie J. So it was just like you you looking like, man, don't nobody else care. Why should I? I'm the only one holding these 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 morals down. But if they're your morals, they're your morals. But then sometimes, but sometimes you gotta question them. You you can have morals. So 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 you've never had morals, but then fought inside with those morals? Yeah. All the time. So that's what I'm saying. You, be, you can. It's it's absolutely okay to be morally conflicted. I'm that's, that's I'm standing average. on something, and I and I'm a man of my word. But the way I feel now, this Jadakiss, the Jadakiss with hair, the thirty something, the forty year old Jadakiss, like nah, maybe I just want to, maybe I want to do something for me. Yeah, maybe. So I can see it happening. I think it's all about. I think it's it's like moments like you just mentioned, like that sandwich being made in the trailer and shit. Like those moments like that are big. And you never know how much it's going to mean to you until it happens. Like, then that shit start wearing on your mind. Like, damn, Shorty really made me a sandwich. I ain't even asked her to. It'd be the simplest things. You know what I'm saying? Shorty made me a sandwich. She came through and pulled up with a bag of chips. I ain't even asked her. Bag of chips. I I super appreciate that. Cup of juice with the napkin under it. I had 75 cents till I get paid next week. I just mentioned, like, I'm hungry, but fuck it. I'll be all right. Shorty pulled up. Like, come outside. Handing me a bag of food. Oh shit! It'd be the simplest thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do believe shit like stuff like that plays into um, the decision making. I wouldn't be mad at him if that was this case. Um, but you know, it's it's just when you when you speak so highly of somebody for so long, and a brotherhood, and how much you looked up to him, and then a move like that is made, it just looks funny. It does look funny. Um, but let's keep it a buck. I think that we all, well, me personally, I'll speak for myself because I like to think left. Big 
I think when Big probably bought Faith around, like this is my wife, niggas was looking like, what? You, and nigga, you, you got a wife? You well, like you, you bagged her, huh? right? Like yo, Faith, you with him? Big's on boys. Like yo, you really, really? Damn, you with him? Okay, Big, we gonna fall back. You can't tell me that nobody didn't look at Big. People look at Jay Z like that. This day, like yeah, that's true. Word, Beyonce, you with him? Nigga, how the fuck you get her? Shit, some niggas look yeah. at me like that sometimes. Nigga, how the fuck you get her? I don't know. I shit. remember, I remember you looked at me like that. When? I ain't gonna say no names, but I brought old girl was the dean's graduation party. It was something we had, and I brought girls. She's like, damn, how the hell you get that? Oh. <laughs> Sound like some I was. I don't remember it either. It's but. something you said. You was <laughs> like, well, damn, how you pull that? You surprised me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you're not a trapped guy. I'm not, but... I'm not saying that, but just sometimes. Yeah, that's you right there? That's you? Her? Her? <laughs> nigga, you? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Shorty, who you really here for? Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I be. You be like, you, you be looking like, yo, you pulled her? I've, I've got that sometimes. I've heard women who I've dealt with in the past tell me like when they talk to other people in regards to relationship, like, why the fuck you with that nigga? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's sound like more of a hater comment when you don't know the nigga. It's like, how the fuck that nigga get you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I felt like, I, and I said it to your face, like, how the fuck you get her? And you my brother anyway, so if I said it It kind of shocked you. I don't know. Forget it. It wasn't a brother thing. I just think that the person that I brought was so dope in your eyes, you just was like, whoa, what the, wait a minute, you? Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's like, like it, it wasn't. I no, really don't even remember It wasn't, no, this was my brother. This was like, you got, all right. So no, I can, I'm saying I only felt comfortable saying it out loud, I, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think right. it was a comfortable thing. I nah, think that she if was, I really because if I didn't know you, I wouldn't have said that shit to you. I don't know. I'm telling you right now, nigga. I don't. I, only, I would only make a comment like that to somebody that I know. I would not walk up to a strange nigga. Nigga, like, that's your girl. No, but we was in the same facility. You opened the door for us. That's how you seen it. It's not like we sat at a table. You was like, yo. No, I get that. I'm just saying I only said it. To you face to face because you're my brother. Had I, I had, had, I, had I not known you, I wouldn't have said that. But back to the uh, Faith and uh, Jada Kiss situation, it, it, to me it makes sense. Well, because Faith Kiss is is old. Now I can see if Jada Kiss was trying to be a dad to Big's youngest son. But I think Big's son is like a grown ass man now. Mm-hmm. So now you're not raising no kids. You just want the mom. The mom is it. How do we know they ain't been fucking? That's the thing. You can't trust nobody, man. You can't. You can't trust the soul. That's that's where I'm hung up at. Like, how do we know? Not that it's anybody's business, but for the scenario in here, how do we know the first picture that was made or that was taken of y'all? Just because that was the first picture doesn't mean that's the first time y'all been together. Which most likely it wasn't. And then you're thinking if Big was smashing. I know I can smash. I'm just letting you know how grimy, how grimy dudes be thinking. I don't think like that. If big, bruh, all right, you always on the left of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think like that. I'm just saying. Because I can't, I don't know what that man did to get that ass. I don't know all what right, he gave you to get that ass. It's the same conversation as saying, damn, you got, you bagged him. You came with him. It's the same thing. Wait, what? Wait. We just had a conversation by saying, oh, damn, you, you came with him? It's the same shot by saying, well, damn, let me shoot my shot. Because I know for a fact if you was with such and such, you could be with me. It's a thought. Oh, so there's an actual something that's verbalized. No, no, no. I oh, didn't say, oh, say it. Okay. Oh. It's in your mind. you like, well, damn, no, let, oh. let, let me shoot my shot. Because if you was with this person, I might got a shot. Nah. 
I still don't look at her like daddy. Like he would have to tell me something sexual about her. Like, oh word, like sure you coming like that? Well, shit, nigga, I want something too. It could but be I the- wouldn't just look at a nigga and be like, man, I'm about to shoot my nigga. You got her? Fuck that. I'm about to pull up too. It could be the simplest things as as, as you see a, a woman's. Uh, 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 I'm trying to think of where I can't think of the word, but if you look at a woman, you're like, oh, she she only dates street dudes, oh, she only likes dark skinned dudes. You will think you have a shot if you fit under those categories. Oh, you like rappers. Oh, you like such and such people with money. That's what I'm saying. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna think I'm gonna got, I got a shot anyway. As long as I got you talking, <laughs> well, I got you talking. I think I got a shot. Not necessarily, but I don't. I don't want to divulge myself into somebody else's preference based on what I see her doing, like, I want to know that this is her preference just based on me being who I am. Like, I don't, I don't concern myself with what other men do for a woman or not. I'm only concerned about how I'm coming. And if she's giving me feedback into how we communicate, cause mm. I'm my own person. I can't do what he do. I can't do what you do. I can't do what they do. I can only do what I do. And when I decide to give a woman attention, I make sure that it's a hundred percent me because I'm big on being myself and expressing myself in a way and only which I can do. Speaking of authenticity, speaking of sharing women, allegedly future got Bow Wow's being pregnant. I mm. think this is like the mm-hmm. second one he's got pregnant. Here's the thing. Second I, one of Bow Wow's BM? I think so. uh, Bow Wow got one BM. Bow Wow got one kid. Who else BM future knocked up? I don't know. I think, I, th- I think this is, you know, one BM, Bow Wow has, but pregnant got, but Bow, Future got her uh, knocked up. But this ain't about Future and Bow Wow. I don't care about what they got going on. But I like to introduce the topic, you know, to let people know where we got the information, where we got the topic from. So this is a question I want to ask you and everybody else out there listening. If you were a celebrity, would you purposely curve women who've been known to date rappers or athletes? Like, would you purposely curve them if you knew? Like, you saw them. You have no idea this is such and such X. And when you found out, you're like, okay, I'm not going forward with this. Um, I think that's information you get up front. Up front? Like, who's your ex? Like well, if, you're, if you're known to run in prominent circles? Well, I'm saying, if, if you saw somebody, like you just saw him, like, damn, she bad as hell. And then when you talk to her, you find out who she is. Are you going to then purposely curve her, even though you feeling her? Um, probably not. Depends on who it is. Because it's, it's kind of like all these people running the same circles. It's like, yo, this person is now dating this person. And you just got, like, there's so many women out there, so many guys out there. I get the women because, you know, they want to be around the ballers. But as far as the men go, it's like, bro, you can have your pick at anybody. Why are we sharing these women? I don't, I don't understand that. I'll keep it a buck though. I got I, Amber Rose. I, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't quit Amber Rose. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about Amber, Amber Rose. Rose is bad. It's just something about like no matter how many, no matter what she does, no matter what, no matter how many times she exposes herself on on social media, the slut walks, the dumb comments she makes. I would rock with Amber Rose. I got a thing for Amber Rose. Um, J-Lo is just like, I just got crushes on certain people. It's like, hey, you know what? I don't care what you do or who you sleep with. I'm right here for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's fine. Um, It's just weird when kids are in the picture. Like, if you, if you fucking with somebody, BM, 
All right, cool. I don't know if you fucking with somebody ex. All right, cool. Actually, I don't, I don't know, man. Fuck it. Actually, at the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck about what nobody else is thinking. So they just gonna do what they want to do at that moment. I don't. I can't say a nigga is wrong for making a move that he want to make. Would I do it? I mean, I don't really care about future and bad. Well, I was just saying, would you personally curve a female that you've known has slept with celebrities or ballers? Mm, no, because I don't curve women who sleep with fucking drug dealers and whoever they fucking mm. like. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a woman's giving me her attention, like as far as I'm concerned, she's giving me her attention. It just it. It just does sound crazy to see that, oh, It's know. just the fact that we know the track record. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? Average, everyday, nine-to-five niggas, we don't know the women's who we're dealing with track record unless we're in committed relationships. So we don't even pay attention to that shit. Oh, shit, baby, that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Fuck you mean? Mm-hmm. But you can, once you can follow somebody's relationship count and how many men they've been with, who they got a baby by, at that point, it's weird. Like, I do think I it's don't tough. want to know you know what I'm saying? Your background business, if it's not necessary, but at the same time, when you live in a certain life, that shit is going to follow you. I do think it's tough to, you know, be involved with somebody and it automatically say, oh, you bow wow, baby. Oh, I can't gone. mess with you. It's just tough because you're already involved. I do think, though. You got to know who somebody's baby dad or mom is, though, if they're a celebrity. I don't like, know, bro. When you go from state to state, like we about to go on tour and we touch down in, 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 in Jacksonville, Florida. I don't know who baby mama's in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, but uh, so no conversation ensues. Like, how does this work? Like, yo, what's up? What you got going? Do, do you really care? I'm just saying it all depends on how the conversation goes. I, I don't, I don't, I refuse to believe they just like, hey, oh, you're future. Hey, I want to fuck you. Hey, let's go fuck. I think, I thought that's how it worked. Not, I'm, I'm a celebrity I, in town. Bring the groupies to the back. We smash. I like you for some reason. Like, I like, I like how this went. I'm going to keep in touch with you. Yeah, but uh, the information comes into play at some point. Right, but this is saying after I fr- after I realized I like you. What I'm saying is groupies come to the back after the show. You're not asking questions. I'm future. Get down. Get your eagle on. Do what you do, right? And then all of a sudden, I like the way you was giving it up. Hickle my number. When I come back in town, it is what it is. And then all of a sudden, she go, well, I'm such and such BM. Now you got a decision to make. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I, I ask those kind of questions. If you were, bro, if you was a celebrity, why would you? Oh, okay, because I want to know what the okay. fuck I'm getting myself into. Fuck okay. if I'm a celebrity or not. I want to know what I'm getting myself Yo, into. Yo, you be so smart with your eye, like you, you was so sharp with your. If you was, you if you, about? if you, if you're a future, if you a rapper, right? You fuck future, nigga. You, I'm Fresco. Ask me. If you were Fresco, I am Fresco. If you were Fresco <laughs> and you were this platinum artist, uh-huh. you going to sit there have a conversation with all the women that you're trying to smash. Just smash. And it's just like, here goes some groupies Bruh. in the backstage. You're going to have a lifelong conversation with them before every time? Lifelong? Why are you making it seem like, but I'm just saying, saying. like memoirs? But, uh, but, uh, it's uh, a couple uh, questions. It's okay. Couple questions. I what are have... the questions? I don't know. It depends on the environment, the mood. I've... Listen, I'm not that lucky. I've never walked into a room and a bitch just drop her pants. I've had to talk. I had to have a conversation. In the conversation, questions get asked. Right. Well, I'm oh, trying yeah, to get I'm you hanging to, out with my kids. I'm trying to get you to understand that you it ain't about hanging out with kids. You fresh off the stage. Where, who your baby dad is? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, shit. I know that nigga. 
Fuck that nigga. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. You you saying local as if you're not a celebrity and you got to have that conversation. This is your first time in Jacksonville, Florida. You don't know nobody in this city. You're not asking them about their baby dad because, oh, it's it's Tyrone from the oh, I don't know that nigga. Whatever. You understand what I'm saying? You don't have to have these conversations. And on, oh, and then on top of that, social media is like mad active now. These bitches is everywhere. Their lives is everywhere. That shit, that shit is there. Like the information is there. Once like, again, you're fresh off the stage. You ain't on no social media. It's three chicks back there that your man's. And then I'm just speaking from what I heard about how it happens. And then all the time, they don't. They, niggas be kicking it with the groupies in the back before they fuck something. They be smoking and drinking and shit. Like it ain't automatic fuck. It's not automatic fuck. But you're not asking them about their life. You're not no, asking them about their life. You might not, but you might. Because you you want to know what's going on. I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm not. I'm just I, as, me at 32. I'm of the mind of not stepping on anybody's toes. I want to know what the fuck is going on. What am I getting myself into? I want to know what the fuck I'm walking into. I hear you. I I, I, I hear you. More power to you. But you going from state to state, fifty city tour. You're not about to sit here and talk to all these women as if you care. So I'm not about to fuck them on either. Just because they want to give it to me don't mean I got to give it to them. Well, yeah, maybe but, what you got going on. But that's but that's you, and I get that. I was just speaking of what artists are quote-unquote known to do. Have all these bras in, all the, in, in every city. Well, niggas better get smashed. smart, man. Just, <laughs> listen, if you Bow Wow's baby mom, and you a shitty-ass baby mom to Bow Wow, why the fuck am I going to get you pregnant? Well, that depends. If she's a shitty ba- if she's a shitty baby mind Bow Wow, it's because Bow Wow. Women are only going to treat you That's false. how... I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? She might just be a bitch. Okay. And might not have nothing to do with Bow Wow. Okay, but it's it's been said that Future has great relationships with his kid's mother, so he doesn't know. Maybe he doesn't know hardship that Bow Wow has off one baby. Mm-hmm. Like, she might be driving Bow crazy with one child... Future got multiple children and he's not stressed out at all. So he don't know. He got another one. Got another one. And she might not react the way that she reacts to Bow Wow, I think. I, I, I refuse to believe that. Ain't no way in hell a nigga got eight baby moms and everything's cool. <laughs> I refuse to believe that shit. That's the word on the street. Nope. The only person really giving him issues. He was going back and forth with Sierra. I was just about to say that. The only person that's really giving him issues is Sierra because she's a celebrity. The other women just might like the money that he's giving. That's what I'm saying. His celebrity might be keeping them Listen, in check. You mark my words. Ain't no nigga walking this planet with more than two baby moms that ain't getting some kind of shit at least twice a month. If you're broke, bruh, I'm telling you, I think his celebrity like, is even keeping with him the cool. money, the bitches like the money don't keep him happy. It just shut him up for a little bit. The money don't be keeping him happy. They want to be. They want to be next. To that, they want to be in the limelight too. They going to take the money. I'm just going off. I'm just me. going off what I heard. Futures, his besides Sierra, his life is cool when it comes to his kids and his his baby moms. Life is good. I mean, overall, everybody's life is good when you think about it. But, but that nigga got drama. I don't give a fuck. That nigga got like seven baby moms, bro. I refuse to believe. And they said he just got back with one. He got bad wild uh, girl pregnant and went back to one of his BMs. It's that he's shit don't make no sense. He's he's good. That's what I'm saying. He's straight. Okay, man. That nigga better wear a hat. God damn. Now, Joe Jackson. Rest in peace to Joe Jackson, man. Rest in peace to Joe Jackson, man. And just like Triple X, 
social media took it upon themselves to not let a man rest. And they wanted to have their own justice. And I did my research. Um, so I think the only thing that we've kind of known about Joe Jackson is that he made the boys dance you know, for long hours without rest, and he beat the hell out of them if they missed a step. Some families might just say that that's just the way it is. And some might say if it wasn't for Joe Jackson, Michael Jackson would have never bleached his skin, would have never been as socially awkward as he was. Latoya Jackson has come out and said that she was molested by Joe Jackson, along with uh, the other sister that they have, I don't know, I can't pronounce her name. Reby. Reby was sexually assaulted. Uh, but since his death, the entire family, even Latoya Jackson, has asked for peace and has asked for um, respect for their father's passing. And so it's the same thing like Triple X to me, where everybody was so much on some, oh man, you 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 did this to your your pregnant girlfriend, but the girlfriend is like, I miss him, and I wish he was here. So how can we be that upset at Joe Jackson if his entire family misses him and wishes he was here? I'm not upset at Joe Jackson. I've never been upset at Joe Jackson. He did some fucked up shit. But he gave us one of the greatest musical groups of all time. Yeah, but if he really was in there molesting his daughters, you know, if he was... Those are the things where I'm like, yo, that's foul. And I, and I really didn't know that. And, and, I didn't know that either. Just... Right. Exactly. Like, I didn't know that. You didn't know that until I looked it up. Because I'm like, yo, why is everybody, you know, getting on Joe Jackson? Like, what did he actually do besides make Michael Jackson work? And well, all the Jackson boys work. And they said, and it's been said that Latoya Jackson says that he molested her. Um, but like I said, Latoya Jackson is on some, you know, Rest in peace to my dad. I miss him. Um, Janet Jackson had him in a luxurious house uh, when he passed away. So, you know, Janet was taking care of him. Um, so I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I don't know what social media. I, I, it's a social media thing. I think if somebody passes away, let the family do what they do. If you want some, oh, F, F him. He don't. I don't think that that's all right. I don't like when people do that because people make the inclination as if they don't have errors in their life. Like, yeah, he molested his daughter, and that's very, very fucked up. But your life ain't peaching either. You've done fucked up things to people, maybe not on that level, but there's somebody that you've crossed paths with in your life that go, yo, that's a fucked up person. Or I don't like what they did to me this time, so I don't want to talk to them no more. I don't be friends with whatever. And you don't have to agree, but that other person still has that perspective of you. You feel me? So everybody comes. Who knows? Joe, Joe, Joe probably became a rehabilitated person and made amends with his family for the things that he's done to them. You know what I'm saying? As he was growing up. He didn't. He didn't? No, nah, because I, cause I was I was reading interviews and they just was like, he's never told them that he loved them. He's never like he's he's just he was just that type of guy. He never told him he loved him. He never said anything to him. He just he in his excuse me, in his eyes, he never did nothing wrong. He was one of those type of people. So he never was just like, you know, I'm sorry for anything I've ever done. Unless I mean I haven't read it, but from the articles that I was reading, he was just on some I beat my kids like everybody else. I don't see the thing. I don't I don't see the you know. So and this was a different time, man. Like if this was now, I don't think that shit would be happening. But back in the 70s, well, the 60s and 70s, that shit was just completely different. Like, he probably was high all the damn time. <laughs> Not making excuses for him, but it's it's unfortunate that 
you know what I'm saying, that had to happen to the family, like, you know, but as, as, as broken as these stories make the family seem, they still seem like they, you know, weathered a lot of storms to be a pretty prominent, dominant family. And shout out to the Jackson family because, you know, they, it's, they're under, you know, a lot of scrutiny, you know, with Michael Jackson, you know, with the brothers, with the whole family. And, um, it's just like I was reading Joe Jackson, his dad was like a, was owned by slaves, I think something like that, but he wasn't too far from the slave days. So then you got to take an accountability of the trauma and I'm not making no excuses for him. I'm not, but you got to understand the train effect uh from one generation to the next if joe jackson didn't have anybody to instill the love in him more than likely it's going to be so much harder for him to give it to his children but you see it in a generation for michael jackson where he loves kids so much because he wasn't shown love you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. so joe jackson yeah he could have took that route my daddy never showed me love, so I'm going to love my kids like I was never loved. Instead, he took the route of, all I know is hard love, so I'm going to give hard love. Mm-hmm. It's a fork in the road. Everybody has that fork in the road. If your dad wasn't around, you got options. I'm not going to show you love because I wasn't shown love, or I'm going to show love because I wasn't shown love. It's that fork in the road that we all have to make decisions um, four. And I remember when my son, when I found out that I was going to be a dad before my son was born, I said I would be in my son's life. I made that decision based on what I was going through. That shit wasn't even a question for me. Right. At all. But that, but that was the, but that was what you chose. Mm-hmm. You didn't chose, you didn't say, well, my dad wasn't there and all I know is hard love. So I'm going to give my son hard love. Right. You had that option though. But for some reason we all chose to show our children the love that we didn't receive i don't know what joe jackson was thinking and i don't know why people thought that that was the right thing to do at that time but obviously he thought it was because i wasn't getting love i'm not gonna give none of y'all love you know what it is what it is man but you about to say something he gave us the jackson file though he did he did he did but shit doesn't make him. It could have been. A, it could have been. A, it could have been an easier way because the torture that Michael Jackson and the brothers went through to get there. Maybe them niggas was bad as fuck. True. Maybe they needed their ass whooped. Yo, I'm trying to make a success out of you, stupid motherfucker. Get in line. You know what? Fuck y'all. Give me this belt. Hey, I'm gonna whoop your ass into shape. Literally, if you don't take these fucking lessons that I'm giving you and take heed, motherfucker. I remember he was mad as hell in the Jackson in American Dream movie <laughs> when they went to uh, Barry Gordy crib and they and Michael and all the boys were so excited about all the shit Barry had. He was standing there with that stale ass afro, <laughs> trying to take my boys away from me. <laughs> <laughs> trying to take my boys. I don't know if that was out of love or the business aspect. Probably mm-hmm. both. Probably both. I can see that happening, you know, because cause, cause when you know you foul and you see another man coming to your children's life and you because you know you foul, you know, oh, look at these smiles on their faces. Y'all, y'all like him, huh? But you don't know how to be like Barry Gordy. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like you, these are your children and you love them, but you really think that the way you're doing it is the right way. And I think that's why he did what he did. Probably. That's probably why he whipped his ass, they ass even more. I was getting ready to when they left the towel in the pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a motherfucking mess. Man. <laughs> Everybody's a mess, man. I don't think we get to judge nobody else for their mess. Some messes are bigger than others, yeah. But at the end of the day, 
when a life is lost, man, like, did that shit even really matter? Like, we're about to pay some bills and we'll be right back. We're the hosts of a new podcast called Just the Tips, a memoir. I'm Joe. I'm Chuck. We just two young men out here slanging these memoirs. Like crack. (laughs) (laughs) We out here teaching you how to be a man. And we just dropping a variety of knowledge to you one topic at a time. Check out our website at memoirs.man. Damn, that shit's fire. And on that site, you can catch our YouTube. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter. Oh, God. Facebook. Fire. Instagram, we there. Snapchat, oh god. Tinder, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So if you like what you heard, you can follow us on Google Play and on iTunes. I'm Chuck, he's Joe, and this is Just the Tips of Memoir. And we are back. And we got some form. Um, yes. What the fuck is you doing? Shout out to my boy Snook. He was listening to the podcast uh, recently. He told me his daughter was singing the JJ Icefish. Oh no! Fuck is she? She wasn't. She she couldn't say the words, but she had the sound. But <laughs> that's bad, funny. Uh, fuck is you doing this week? We spoke about this earlier, but I just have to do it because Lee Daniels, you owe niggas bread, bro. Not only do you owe niggas bread. You owe niggas bread who put you in a position that you weren't in prior to receiving this bread that you received from Dame Dash. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. He fed you. Basically put clothes on your back, money in your pocket. Get you bread in your belly. If I loan a nigga $20 and he told me he's going to pay me back in two days, I'm calling him the next that the day after the two days is up. Like nigga, what's up? I need need that twenty, bro. Twenty dollars is like one dollar in adulthood, but you only recognize it when it shit ain't. But when you give it to somebody, you feel that twenty slip away. It's like when you break a hundred dollar bill, it's not even a hundred dollars no more. That shit is gone. Like it only ain't matter. Um, you can't give. You can't. You can't do people like that, yo. Because not only, because now Dane might not help another motherfucker in his life. He might not give somebody that initial push because of the experience that he had with Lee Daniels. And Lee Daniels could be cutting himself off from potential business deals from not handling his business correctly with Dane. And off the strength of being a black man, excuse me, as he came to Dame as, and those were the rules in which Dame lended him this money under, you got to stand on that. Don't use your black card to get access that you didn't get before and then get the access and then abuse it. I wish I could remember the year in which they said this money was loaned, but I believe it was somewhere in 2000, I want to say 2008, 2009. And we're currently 
halfway through 2018, and that man is still two million dollars short. You've had success and more than enough time to make it right, even if you didn't have the money to pay him back. It's a little something called communication that you do when you don't have what you were supposed to give somebody. You call them and you make the necessary arrangements so this person won't feel like you cheated them. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what I was talking about earlier. It was like, listen, I ain't got the whole two mil right now, but I can pay you here and there until it's all paid off. Look, I got 150000 right here. Is that good? Or you rather wait until I get the whole two, two mil? And you leave it up to that person into how, in order to decide how they're going to be comfortable with you giving them this money back. They might want the whole two mil up front. So you put a little bit to the side when you get your checks so you ensure that you're not missing out on that person getting their money. They might want that installment pay. Even though they didn't pay you an installment, they gave you a straight up two mil. You have to honor that. And that's a, that's big money. That's not a little ass chump change, bro. That's big money. You can't do that to yourself. It's fucked up as a person. It's fucked up as a person. It's fucked up under the black man status as you requested this loan under or you made this proposal to receive this money and he did that he gave you that money and it's years later you had empire you've had precious you've had this show stars which i never watched but it's going on the second season or it's in its second season and going to its third you got bread bro make the arrangements with that man and make it right he he had to run down on you in public i thought he was gonna slap the shit out you right there like, you, you know you wrong, man. You wrong. I thought he's going to slap the shit out of you. I thought the Harlem was going to come out. I thought the Dame Dash that we saw on the Breakfast Club when he was arguing with Envy about getting your own money and starting your own business, I thought that Dame was about to show up. He was there, but I thought the hands were going to go out. So I'm completely on Dame's side. Although there should have been proper paperwork, but hell, who's to say that even with the paperwork that he would have paid him back? Just because it was paper signed don't mean a nigga going hand reach into his pocket and hand that bread back. He could have just got on some funny legal shit. So, for those reasons, Lee Daniel, it's so many different things that you got to change about yourself, bro, in regards to giving niggas their money back. I, you owe him an apology. You got to put him in a movie. <laughs> you got to give him his two million back, and you gotta you just gotta pay anybody else that you owe money to. You got to give it the fuck back because it's not a good professional look for you. And it's it's fucked up. And I don't know what the fuck you doing. What did you do? 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 And there you have it. If you like what you heard, definitely, man, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we're also on Google Podcasts, man. Subscribe everywhere, man. Except for Spotify. Not yet. We getting it, though. We working on it, man. It's episode 92. 92, baby. We outie. Peace.